Hello, critics, non-critics, and friends. Welcome to the Film Optics Podcast, brought to you by the Drive-In Podcast Network, where we discuss film, TV, and all things Hollywood here on the show. I'm your host, Christian, and I'm joined by my co-host, Devin. And today, you're going to be joining us as we take the red pill and see how deep the rabbit hole goes with our franchise revisited series, starting with 1999's The Matrix. We're here. We're talking about. I always, I always took you as a blue pill guy. Me, a blue pill. You, you, you know they, they, they do see, say that uh, ignorance is bliss. <laughs> exactly. I mean, just take the blue pill, calm down. It'll make you feel better, and then just go on with your life. It's, it's kind of weird because it's like going back and rewatching this after so long. It's it really does make you think like, obviously, it's like, oh, like, it, it, you know, it's, it's my job real. Is the air breathing? I'm real. Like what what is real and what is fake? You know, and there's, there's been a lot of uh, theories out there about, you know, reality and like we're all just asleep. And this is like a big dream world. Maybe we're we're, we're in the Matrix, Devin. It's kind of cool. I, I, I kind of like it. But are you really in the Matrix? If you know that you're in the Matrix, you know what I mean? It's eh, kind of weird stuff. But we just gotta, we just gotta get waking up. <laughs> Wake up, <laughs> stay woke, <laughs> man. Oh man! But before we begin today's show, you can listen to our podcast on platforms around the internet. If you're a new or seasoned listener to the show, we'd love to hear from you guys. Follow us on Instagram and follow us on Twitter at Film Optics. That is Optics with an X. As a, we stated before, we are here doing our first ever, well, not technically, no, I'm sorry, not our first ever movie series review, since now it is dubbed the Franchise Revisited series here on the show. This is our first of many Matrix movies as we are doing our Road to Matrix for Resurrections. Well, it's called The Matrix Resurrections, but this is our first stop along the way with 1999 The Matrix. So we're going to get into it here. Are you ready, Devin? Are you ready to hop on into The Matrix and save the world? Yes, I'm ready to learn Kung Fu. <laughs> I know Kung Fu. Remember, we had to bring guns. Lots of guns. <laughs> yes. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be right back with our Matrix review or Matrix 1. Yeah, we'll, we'll say we'll be right back with our The Matrix review after this short break. Have you ever had a dream, Neo, that you were so sure was real? What if you were unable to wake from that dream? How would you know the difference between the dream world and the real world? What is happening to me? The answer is out there, Neo. It's the question that drives us. What is the Matrix? All right, and we are back. That was a little snippet of the trailer from The Matrix. Woo, dropping in 1999. Partying like it's 1999, Devin. Partying like it's 1999. Right before the world ended. Yeah, right before. You know, Y2K. It, it, it was a great year, 1999. We were, we were in our, um, our, our youth, I feel like, you know? It's, yeah, I don't think I saw this one when it first came out. I would have been four years old. Not a not a great kids movie, I'd say. No, not at all. I yeah, I didn't see this one at first. N- not in theaters, surely. And, and unfortunately, we were not able to go to the theaters to actually experience for the first time in theaters because it has been a while 
since I've watched The Matrix. Um, but I believe AMC was doing the uh, the two night uh, IMAX Matrix um, special. Man, it, it would have been fantastic to see. But you know, w- with time and you know work and everything, I I wasn't able to go. Like I had my ticket like ready. Yeah, that ready does look great on HBO. They got the 4K Dolby, all of it set up. Yeah. Well, De- Devin, you finally got your wish. Uh, <laughs> Wonder Brothers finally listened. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you out there listening, uh, Devin was a big, big stickler when it came to HBO when they weren't offering 4K streaming. I was it just didn't make sense. For at, at the time, I was okay with it just because, like, I mean, I was going to watch the stuff anyway, but I could see pricing wise, especially you know with the comparisons. But you can, you can see the difference because this this movie looked great and it's like over 20 years old now, and it looked like it could have been. Obviously, there's some parts where it didn't look great, but most for the most part, it looked like it could have been a new movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, this was the early, uh, excuse me, the late 90s. So, you know, when it came to CGI, um, this entire series was, it's, you know, we were trying to figure out, we were still messing around with, the, you know, the whole CGI thing. But yeah, I do agree with you, Devin. Um, I didn't watch on an HBO Max, but I do have the uh, the 4K um, collection I bought during a uh, good old Black Friday, and I was like, "Oh, perfect! I gotta pick this up." But today we are here talking about Matrix, which is directed by Lana uh, Wachowski and Lily uh, Wachowski as well, and they also wrote the film and stars Mr. Keanu Reeves, Lawrence Fishburne, and Carrie Ann Moss. And for those of you who have not seen the Matrix, what are you doing with your lives? It's on HBO Max. The entire tri- trilogy and the Animatrix is on um, HBO Max as well. Have you seen that before? I have not. It's been a while since I have seen it, but it's 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 some pretty tells some pretty interesting stories in between each of the uh, the the main or yeah the the trilogy itself. But um, I'm going to read the synopsis for people out there who may not be familiar with The Matrix or if this is your first time watching The Matrix so that you can prepare yourself for Matrix 4. We just want to make sure that, you know, we got you on all sides. So the story is as follows. When a beautiful stranger leads computer hacker Neo to a forbidding underworld, he discovers the shocking truth, the life he knows. (laughs) Is the elaborate deception of the evil cyber intelligence. <laughs> follow that white rabbit, buddy. Yeah, fo- follow the white rabbit down, down, down the rabbit hole, man. So, um, yeah. So let's get this thing started off, Devin. Th- this, this is our your first franchise revisited. Welcome, finally. <laughs> I'm just joking. I had to skip the Wizarding World, but now I'm here in the the artificial world yeah the art yeah there, there we go i i i like that i i think that deserves a nice little that was that was nice that was nice good stuff really really good stuff there for sure so Devin, tell me tell me tell me what was your introduction to the matrix how old were you it's been a long time i i don't remember when i first saw it but it's been at least 10 years like i'm trying to think when i first watched it but because i Rewatching this, I forgot most of it to be honest. Like there are a lot of scenes where like this, none of this looks familiar, but I'm enjoying it a lot. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't really remember the first time, but it did feel it did feel like the first time. Ah, oh, feels like the first yeah. time. Feels like the very first time. Yeah, I um, yeah, I 
it, it is admittedly it has been over 10 years for me as well it's just been so long since i've seen the matrix and you know it's it's not a, a franchise that i usually go back to all that often but you know since since the rise of keanu reeves with you know cyberpunk 2077 and john wick it's a keanu sans it, it is a keanu sans and and uh call me uh was it uh call me by your maybe or not not called me by your name uh that that one netflix show that he not show but a romantic comedy that he's in and he's like the ex-boyfriend for like a little bit always be my maybe always be my maybe there we go and he's in the sponge the new spongebob movie as well yeah the the sage old (laughs) man my name's patrick (laughs) yeah he yeah the the nice little sage uh, tumbleweed but yeah it's it's been a while um like i said before it's been around 10 years and i remember watching i can't remember if it was the first matrix or the second one with uh with my parents um at their one of their uh friends houses i want to say it was the second one but yeah it was it was almost as if this was this is my first time watching it and i know that i've seen it before but it was just very um like like much like you Devin, you know there was there were parts that i remembered um you know especially like the very beginning but after a while, things got a bit jumbled for me. And I was like, I couldn't really remember what was happening next. But um, as Devin said, you know, on HBO Max, vouching for him, he said it looks great on there. And then uh, for me, watching the 4K uh, disc, it, it looks fantastic. It, it really looks like it It definitely holds up. You know, it's it's nice to see a, a super young uh, Keanu Reeves again uh, during during his early days. But, um, you know, this, this was just one of those... Uh, franchise especially this movie where it was it, it was the big thing you know back back in uh, 1999 especially like we said the whole y2k thing was coming up and um it was it, it was a great time but yeah my int- introduction to matrix i want to say i was ugh, maybe gosh 12 years it's maybe 10 12 years old watching it i can't really remember but i just remember you know the, the black trench coaches, you know, and, and the whole slow-mo whatnot. But Devin, um, what was your initial, like your, your initial reactions? I would like to get your initial reactions on watching this since it's been so long for us. We can kind of count this as a first viewing. But to tell me your thoughts, you know, do you think it held up or, you know, are, are you still feeling the same thing? Because I, I absolutely loved it. Yeah, I definitely think it held up. I think I remember, definitely remember when I was younger. I was probably like 10 or 12, like you said, somewhere in that range. But I remember the scene where uh, Agent Smith puts the bug inside of his belly button. Ugh. I remember that freaking me out so much as a kid. And it definitely holds up because that thing is creepy. Yeah. It's just it's just a giant metal. It's probably, That thing's huge. <laughs> like when he pulls it out, I was like, wow, that thing's like a foot long. And it just slurped right into his belly button. And I was like, oh, boy, that thing is creepy. I just I vividly remember that. Yeah, I, I I would have to agree with you that from from right off the bat, it's very um, it it is kind of creepy because like there are a lot of like I guess you could say like there's a bit horror elements in here, especially with you know like the um the the tracker bug I guess you know as you were just talking about, and then there's also the um the kind of like the closed mouth 
situation, you know, because so, it's like you ne- you never really understand like what's going on. And, you know, like we, we've seen other films like The Matrix kind of tackle the same thing where you have um, much like Inception. You know, it's kind of like, you know, are you in in the real world or a dream world? But this is more of a computerized like it's so 90s. It's crazy because everyone it has the thought most 90s ending imaginable. Oh yeah. Like everyone thought that, that everyone thought computers were going to take over the world, you know, humanity was going to just disappear and and we see that in the matrix, you know, it especially with Lawrence Fishburne, how they kind of explain what the matrix is and how humanity um came became to what they were. And you know, humanity, humanity is the ones that um that that scorch the sky is what they say. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne says, but it's it's such a you know, th- there's not a lot of action in the first one. Like, I mean, th- they definitely have some action bits in there, and of course, you know, Keanu Reeves' famous um, line, as I mentioned earlier, the whole gun, you know, like, well, what do you need? Guns, lots of guns, which he calls back in John Wick three, I believe. If, if I'm not mistaken. So that was really, really nice. But, you know, the cast of the characters, you know, Rat, and then you had, you know, the other, uh, the brothers who were born outside of the Matrix, so they didn't have, like, you know, the holes in their um, in their skin. It's It really is a very, um, it's, it's, it's a scary thought in their situation because, you know, Neo is, you know, the, the chosen one. You know, Neo, shocker, you know, rearrange the 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 letters and it spells one (laughs) so it's very um it's it's kind of on the nose a little bit but i do like how the film tries to divert your attention saying oh you know like neo's not the one you know he's he's just another guy who's been pulled out of the matrix and you know they think he's like the one that's going to you know put an end to all this but you know he's he's just he's just a hacker Right. Yeah, it's just a lowly little hacker just falling asleep at the at the desk. Yeah, I, it's it's so weird to see like how much like especially with with the big scenes like the big CGI scenes that we've seen in the Matrix when it comes to just like the the bullet dodging because like I remember when I was a kid like that was like the coolest thing ever for us and now it's you know there's a lot of slow-mo you know they, they like to kind of take their time with this movie but with a runtime of about eh, i think it's about two hours and 10 ish minutes i two want hours and 16 minutes 16 minutes yeah so like it i i don't know like did you feel the runtime at all because i i don't feel like i did not but really no not really i, I can't because for some reason i thought this movie was like two hours and 30 minutes for some reason. I don't know why. I didn't really feel the runtime, but I think it's just because they did a good job of mixing up the different types of action scenes throughout. I like the contrast of having it be a futuristic, like AI robot type of story. And there's also some good gunplay throughout, but then it also goes back to its roots and has like the, the Kung Fu and martial arts portion of it. Like all of that contrasting together is very well done and keeps you intrigued throughout just seeing these dudes fly around and kung fu fighting each other with guns and stuff and their their superpowers you can call them yeah it it kind of like is their superpower in a way because it seems that humankind has advanced 
so far to where, you know, they can learn a skill in minutes, you know, especially you see with, with uh, Neo, you know, going through his training and, you know, seeing like, I know Kung Fu. And then Lawrence Fritz friends like, show me. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. He actually he actually says that in one of the trailers for uh, Matrix 4. You see, I haven't been watching a lot of the uh, Matrix 4 trailers. I, I want to be kept in the dark as much as I can. Um, you know, we know how studios like to kind of release little snippets out there. The Spider-Man No Way Home, like the first minute is like already out on YouTube and stuff. And I'm like, I, I don't, I don't want to watch it until, you know, it's actually time. But yeah, when it comes to, you know, the human evolution, like we were talking about with, um, you know, learning certain skills in minutes, like this, this dystopian world where, um, even with, um, my gosh. Um, oh my gosh. I'm sorry. I'm blinking. I'm blinking. I'm blinking. I'm blinking. God. Oh God. Oh, with Carrie on Moss's character, um, Trinity. God, obviously. How could you forget? I don't know. Dude. Wow. Like, our, like I said, queen. hey, I hopped on here <laughs> like right after I got off work. I didn't have time to like collect my thoughts, but you know, it it, it is what it is. But with with Trinity, you know, we we kind of see even with the um. My God, the helicopter scene. I watched this a few days. I probably should have watched this last night instead, but I'll, I'll be more prepared for, <laughs> for Magic Reloaded. But uh, it's it's just really cool to see, oh, you know, like I, I need to learn how to fly a X, Y, and Z helicopter two minutes later. It's like, okay, boop, you know, like it's it's done. Like it really is a cool um, dystopian world. And even the um, the practical effects is something that's, We've um we, we don't we rarely see in uh in films nowadays, especially like towards the third act when Trinity and Neo, especially when uh Trinity and Neo go to um rescue uh Morpheus. Wow, I'm blanking on everyone's name today. My guy, I'm so sorry. Ah. You better not get Morpheus. I, 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 mean, I was gonna say Lawrence first, but I'm like, I know his name, and I'm like, say it, and it's like my brain was stalling, and I'm like, my brain, and then it's like say it it's like no yeah yeah it's it's morpheus but speaking of morpheus this the scene where he's uh tied up to the chair in the building and then he gets he gets broken free i was i was so pumped that was such a cool scene i i really like how the you know the obviously the ais are trying to get the intelligence out of them because um one of their own crew members obviously um you know kind of turns on them and i was like well, this is weird. You know, like it's it's just it's just not a uh it's I I like I really like, you know, the romance it's mm, man, I'm trying to figure out what I'm trying to say, and I do apologize, everyone, but when it comes to the portrayal of one of their co uh crew co-workers, crew workers, how however you want to put it, uh the bald guy, you know, because he it wasn't rat. You would think it'd be rat because his name is rat. But it was um, Cypher. Cypher. That's right. Yeah. So C- Cypher he was is a, the rat. Yeah. Yes. Cypher is the rat. Essentially, it's very um, not necessarily on the nose because you didn't really expect. Like he was a. Bit I, I had forgotten that plot line entirely. About him wanting to go back into the Matrix. Because, yeah, and him betraying them. Yeah. It. Well, I I think it worked out well because it's it's more of you know everyone's following Morbius. You know, Morbius is their leader. You know, they're on this ship, and their 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 first instinct is essentially just trying to survive. And 
you know, make it through. But, you know, in, instead of quote unquote surviving in the way of the matrix, they want to be, you know, brought into the real world. And I really like how Cypher kind of cracks under pressure and saying, hey, you know, like I've been following Morbius for a long time. Nothing's getting done. I'm done. You know, like I'm done with all this. I want to go back into the Matrix. I just want essentially he says ignorance is bliss. And, that, you know, that's always been like a, a big, I guess, philosophical answer. And it, the, the entire film is just riddled with, you know, the. uh the the whole answer of you know is ignorance bliss or you know is is it better waking up and knowing the truth you know like we have with the red pill and the blue pill you know and then is do destiny or fate have any saying in what what your life becomes or can you control that neo that's neo's whole mission is to figure out whether destiny exists he doesn't believe and believe it does and then in the end he takes control of his own fate and becomes the, the chosen one. The chosen one. Yeah, a, another a nice little hero's journey type thing, but done in a different way, uh, for sure. But I really like how you know you you have those philosophical um, discussions. Like, there's a lot of big dialogue in this in this movie where you know Neo flat out says, you know, he's he's like, I don't believe in the Matrix because you know he's like he's like, because I don't I don't believe in fate. I don't believe in someone else. You know controlling my life instead of me making my own decisions because you know we've seen so many times over and over with so many different you know franchises like it's it's fate that you know harry has to face voldemort and he has to die that that voldemort has to kill him and you know it's it's fate that um john snow become you know uh king on the iron throne because of his birthright and all this stuff, but it, there, there's so many other, um, you know, examples out there, but it's, it's more so it's, it's like, you know, Tony Stark, he decided to take control of his own life and save humanity, essentially, you know, get rid of Thanos. He didn't have to, but it's, it's more of, you know, the choice deciding to do what's right. And I think with Neo taking his own, life into action you know after being told he was not the one it kind of put him in that mindset of not being expected to kind of just sit back and say oh well if, if i'm supposed to save the world then it's just going to happen i don't have to do anything it's just going to happen but him being told that he wasn't the one kind of put him in the mindset of of him essentially doing it without Doing it in ignorance, if that makes any sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, I love how they portrayed him taking control of his own destiny mm. and the the subway scene at the end. It's so cool. <laughs> he just, he just like, because the whole, the, all, not only are they telling him that he's not the one the whole movie, or at least the second half of the movie, but they're also telling him that he should run whenever an agent is, is near because they are just meant to kill you. And they're just deadly. So everyone's telling him to just run away. Just don't try to face off with them. But then in the subway, he like cocks his arms. He's like, come get some. <laughs> I, I love got, it. I got, I got a loud clap out of me. I, I love it. Every single time in this movie where they do like the, you know, the, the hand motion, like, come on. You know, you don't really see it. Well, you might see that in like Kung Fu movies. I haven't seen Cobra Kai at all, but have you by chance? Uh, I've seen, like, I think the first season. 
with my my dad was watching. I was kind of just in, in the background watching it. But oh, okay, yeah, it's yeah. all right. Yeah, I, I I hear it's a pretty good show. Leo loves. I don't it. really have a connection with Karate Kid. I I don't. I mean, not the original Karate Kid. We, we got the uh, Jaden Smith. The Jaden Smith. I hate it here. Yes. <laughs> Man, man, oh man, it's been forever. Speaking of uh, speaking of Jaden Smith, I guess we could talk about the uh, the fated decision that Will Smith made about this movie. What was that? It's been well documented that he turned down this movie. He could have been Neo. He turned it down for Wild Wild West. We see. Didn't he hate Wild Wild West? Yeah, it was a terrible movie. No, like but he didn't know that. He didn't know that before going into it, though. Yeah, that that is true. That is true. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's definitely a big regret he has. He could have been Neo. I think Will Smith has a lot of regrets, <laughs> to be completely yeah. honest. I mean, it's not but, that... But also, um, branching further off of that, I'm reading here that Sandra Bullock was originally going to be Trinity. Hmm. But then she found out that Will Smith was Neo, so then she dropped out. But then Keanu Reeves became Neo, and then she regretted it. Yeah, because they have the they have the history and speed. Yeah, yeah, and speed. Yeah, I was I was gonna say um, because Sandra Bullock had like a really big crush on Keanu Reeves at some point, didn't she? Oh yeah, during don't, Speed. Don't was it during Speed or Crash? No, no, yeah, it, yeah, it, it was Speed. Yeah, the um, because that that one, I believe that one, Academy Award. I want to say it won Best Picture, or was that Crash? I can't remember. That's that's weird. How um, so? Will so Will Smith was supposed to do was supposed to play Neo, and then Sandra Bullock was supposed to be Trinity, but she dropped. But then out. they both dropped out. Oh, they both. Okay, I was I actually thought, actually I don't think Will Smith was ever like he never accepted accepted. It, but he was offered it, but he was offered. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, oh man, yeah. Because I was I I thought you meant that like Will Smith, like you know. Was potentially, you know, going to be Neo, and then Sandra Bullock found out that, you know, if she was going to be Trinity, then you know she was dropping out because Will Smith was going to well, that, be Neo. That is how they how they phrase it on IMDb. Mm, okay, okay. Sandra, Sandra Bullock had been offered the role of Trinity, but turned it down because Will Smith was in the film. I guess oh. she doesn't like Will Smith or something. Oh, I guess not. Oh. Or she's like, no, I'll, I'll only do I'll only do a movie with. Uh, Mr. Keanu. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's it's crazy to think how. Well, actually, I, that, I think I think um, Carrie Ann Moss is definitely a better choice here, though, for like an action, the action fighting, like cyberpunk type role. I cannot see Sandra Bullock pulling that off. No, I I can't either. It's you know Carrie Ann. It's it's she's one of my favorite characters because she she's just a really good character. And you know, you there, there's a lot of sense of danger within this entire franchise. Um, just mainly within the matrix, you know, when when the um when gosh, when Cypher kind of you know makes flips the script and you know betrays everyone, and they're they're kind of like sitting ducks because you know they're in the matrix, and then Cypher kind of kills off the other two, or supposedly, and you you really feel a sense of danger like okay like you know they're stuck in the matrix how is trinity and neo and the rest of the gang going to get out because you know they're also trying to save morpheus and then this whole it it creates this whole like 
crazy tension. It's, and it wasn't like the, Oh, you know, like, will they, won't they like, obviously nowadays, you know, when it comes to like close calls, like, you, you know, they're going to be okay. But like, I really like how everything kind of just came together with, you know, um, when Cypher, like he kills off one of the brothers and then the other one's like kind of like mortally wounded in a, in a way, but you know, kind of gets back up. Like I was not expecting that whatsoever. Like I thought something else was going to happen. Like we said, we haven't seen this movie in like 10 years. So it was very, um, it, it was, it was kind of like a big guessing game. I didn't know what was going to happen. I like how everything played out, you know, especially with Trinity and like, you know, her feelings for Neo and, you know, the, the kiss of life, essentially bringing him back in a way. And it's like, love cures all love cures all I, and then of course, you know, them coming back, Trinity and Neo coming, going back into the matrix and just wrecking shop with all these crazy practical effects. You know, the, 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 the classic, you know, black um, sunglasses with, with a nice black dress, uh, dress in all black, the, uh, the black trench coat. And it's like, they, they mean business. <laughs> and it's, you know, between that action scene, obviously the Kung Fu action scene that we get, and then the subway scene, that's really kind of like, I guess you could say more of the major acting scenes that we've gotten so far. But I do apologize. I've been talking for so much. Is there anything you wanted to bring up about The Matrix that on this uh, franchise revisited series? Gotta love Hugo Weaving as Agent Smith. He was he just killed it in this one, Mister Anderson. <laughs> Mister Anderson. Yeah, Hugo Weaving just absolutely killed the role. Uh, let's see who else we got. Obviously, Morpheus is just a legend. Oh yeah, Lawrence, Lawrence Fishburne. Fishburne. It's it's so weird seeing him like like and like I don't want to say like his prime, but. I got, you know, he's, he's an old guy. So in nowadays, so, you know, he takes more, more of the, uh, the desk roles. <laughs> yeah. Except for, except for John Wick. He, uh, he's standing up for that one. Oh yeah, he is. Oh man. Oh man. Like, well, speaking of John Wick, it's, um, it's crazy that Keanu Reeves stunt double in the matrix is the one who directs the entire John Wick franchise. Chad Stileski. Hmm. Devin coming in with all the amazing trivia, of course, you know, always appreciated, much appreciated here in the show. That's that's why John Wick rules. Got that Matrix lineage. <laughs> I really like how they, you know, later on, you know, you see it you, even the classic music like dun, 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 like it's you know, it's subtle, like especially when like, but you know it's there because it, it's you know crap's about to hit the fan and just just the way it ends that final scene where he flies into the sky and rage against the machine is playing it's the most <laughs> 90s thing you'll ever see honestly yes and it's it's so it's weird because you know we we grew up in the 90s you know we we know a lot of 90s pop culture things of that nature and it's like i mean i was pulling up the trailer and re-watching re like the original like 1999 trailer the first official trailer and it's like, you know, black, you know, black bars on the side, like square. It's it, it really puts you in the mood to watch this movie. Like, it's just like, oh, like, what and am I just the you? weird, like greenish tint that they put on the entire movie. Yeah, that's to make too. it feel different. Yeah, I, I really do appreciate that. And I was wondering if they were going to keep that in because that's such a they it certainly did not keep it in for the fourth one. It's very helpful. 
Yeah, yeah, they 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 did not keep it in for the fourth one at all. It's very uh, eh. I mean, I think it's okay that they're not. Doing it looks it. it looks pretty. Yeah, like it really does. <laughs> it looks pretty. I'm I'm so excited for Matrix Four, man. It's it's going to be insane. Like I don't even know where to begin. You know, like us, we're we're doing this whole franchise revisited with the Matrix, and you know, we we got a few more things planned next year. But I'm I'm very excited to see, you know, it. In with Matrix Reloaded, I'm more excited for Matrix Reloaded, or just as excited. Maybe not so for the third one, but hey, yeah, I'm I'm also very excited for Matrix Reloaded because I remember as a kid really liking that one. I'm not sure if it'll hold up as much. We're, we're gonna find out, but I just remember the twin antagonist being very cool. <laughs> at least when I was a child, yeah, because it was just crazy twins doing kung fu stuff, but. Yeah, we'll see how it holds up. Yeah, definitely, man. It's it's been a crazy, crazy ride so far, and you know the, the Matrix. It's it's such a it's 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 a cult classic. Like you you can never go wrong with putting on the Matrix. You know, it's just it's not too action heavy. Like we said before, you know, it does have those philosophical questions that we're all trying to figure out and kind of just. You know, especially back then, like we, like I keep saying with like Y2K, it really is like the perfect Y2K movie. Honestly, like if if you were to scare anyone in the nine, the late nineties, going into the two thousand, um, into a uh, year two thousand, um, this would probably be the movie to scare the crap out of them. Because I mean, we we've seen you know in the early you know, like early two thousands like iRobot things like that, but there's always that one movie. That's like, oh, you know, robots Robots are taking over the world. Like, machines are going to take over the world. I don't think we've had one of those lately in a while. Just because I don't know if it's necessarily played out. But, you know, it is what it is. And we're just thankful that the Matrix has came back into our lives. And we, we found a really good excuse to kind of, you know, talk about this uh, uh, starting off with this amazing franchise. So, uh, Devin, is there anything else you wanted to bring up before we close out of here today? Uh, Mr. Anderson. Mr. Christian. (laughs) The way he says it is is like the entire AIs, they're very, you know, oh, my God. They they act like they're supposed to be AIs. But his performance in general is like Mr. Anderson. And like how he hates humans and just like hates the Matrix. And I and think I just love how he calls him Mr. Anderson because he knows it pisses him off because he's he goes by Neo. Yeah, it's it's fun. What what was his first name again? Is it Thomas Anderson? Thomas Anderson. I was gonna say Nick Anderson. I really gotta get on this name thing. Terrible, terrible. But let's get into scores here so we can wrap all this up. Devin, what would you give the Matrix after? Not seeing it for 10, long, ten possibly 10 plus long years. I mean, I feel like it, it held up so well. We've been talking about it for a while now and there wasn't, we didn't really have many complaints. So I'm going to go with like a, I'm going to go with like a strong 94. Like oh, okay. Just really got the job done and kind of changed movies going forward for the most part. And it's in the, it's in the library of Congress. It's a big deal. Is it really? Yeah. I did not know that. Like in 2012, it got put in. <laughs> That's pretty freaking awesome, actually. Oh, man. I'm, we'll, we'll see what happens with the fourth one. I, man, I don't know if uh, if they do that with movies anymore. Maybe. I don't know. It's weird stuff. I, but... think, I think Shrek's in there, too. <laughs> of, of, of course Shrek's in there. You can't not put Shrek in there. Like, 
Donkey, <laughs> what are you doing in my slump? <laughs> but for me, it says, uh, it says Nashville is a filming location. Was it really? Nashville was, huh? For the Trinity rooftop chase. Oh, I mean, of course. The, the the intro the intro scene was fantastic. Set the tone for the entire movie. Absolutely loved it with Trinity and whatnot. It's but ooh. most of it was Australia. Oh, okay. I did not know that. Um, very very interesting. It's really interesting to see where the um you know some of these locations um the filming locations are because I know for um um. Well, was it the harder they fall? I mean, obviously they, they shot on location. It was like New Mexico, um, parts of like Arizona, I believe, um, Santa Fe. So it was just it's pretty cool. Well, a little bit of a Nashville in there for good old Music City. You you, you never That'll know. Bump your score up a bit. What's up? That'll bump your score up a bit. Oh, it's it's sitting at it on. I rewatched it when I rewatched. It, I give it a five out of five. Like. Letterbox, it's it, give, it a, give it a 99 like the year it came out yeah you know i i will give it a 99 the, the only small issue and it's not really an issue because like it's it's a marvel of its time is obviously just the uh the cgi that happens throughout so it's very um it's there's really nothing else you can do about that when, when he first makes the the rooftop jump and then he like looney tunes bounces <laughs> into the concrete and back up <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that was hilarious. I was like, oh, you get a bit of sense classic, of classic Warner Brothers. Yeah, exactly. The classic Warner. We, we don't get a lot of classic Warner Brothers nowadays, but hopefully Matrix 4 will hold up. I'm I'm really hoping I'm really hoping they can kind of bounce back from everything that happened with Matrix uh, Revolutions. So yeah, uh, five, well, a 99 out of 100 for me, uh, for sure. You know, it's 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 a great movie. It's it's one that I'll, I'll always go back to. Um, it's 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 a marvel for sure. It, this, around here, like early, like late, like, like Warner Brothers has always been a really great studio. It's just, they haven't been making the best decisions lately. <laughs> but, you know, this this is like, this is like old school Warner Brothers, you know, it's, it's, it's good stuff. So yeah, that pretty much concludes our uh, review, our franchise revisited review of the matrix here on the film optics podcast. So whew, Devin, oh Devin, uh, what do we have coming up? Of course, if you actually like this, you know, the franchise revisited, go check out our Harry Potter uh, movie series review that we did, um, you know, stars a lot of great, great uh, guests, a lot of great friends of the show as well. We had a great time. Uh, Devin's not there, so we definitely had a great time. I'm just joking. Um, but definitely, you know, like if... if, I'm, if I'm a muggle. I'll admit it. Well, we're, we're all muggles when we leave Hogwarts. You know, it's... The, the muggle life is very stressful. We're not in, you know... But yeah, it's... It, yeah, De- De- Devin's forever a muggle. Forever yes. a muggle. It's all good. Mug but- life. <laughs> mug life. <laughs> I didn't choose the mug life. The mug life chose me. <laughs> but yeah, as I was saying, um, yeah, if, if if you like this kind of content, you know, of us kind of going back through these amazing franchises that, that we uh, love so dearly, uh, definitely check out our Harry Potter movie series review that is up on the podcast um, right now. And moving forward, of course, we actually just dropped our Hawkeye episode for review that's on the podcast as well. So if you've been catching up on some Hawkeye, 
definitely check that out. It's good, good stuff. Uh, coming up on the podcast, of course, we're going to be doing our Matrix Reloaded uh, review here on the road to Matrix 4. Um, haven't figured out a specific date for that yet, but uh, definitely follow us on Twitter um, at Film Optics. Again, that is Optics with an X to kind of keep up with those updates. So that's pretty much where we post you know, what's coming out for the week, things of that nature. We're just trying to figure out a good time to uh, uh, record and release that episode for you guys. And of course, we have our Spider-Man No Way Home review dropping on December 16th. Got our tickets, 3 o'clock. Three, well, 4 o'clock. I, I, told, I told, my, told my manager I have a flu shot at 3. <laughs> there you go. Oh, I, I flat That's out how just, you do it. I, I flat out just told my manager. I was like, hey, I'm like, I need to leave like two hours early for from work. He's like, why? I'm like, Spider-Man. He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, there's a new Spider-Man movie coming out. He's like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, that, that works too. He's he's um he's a big movie buff too, so he he kind of gets it. So yeah, definitely check out our Spider-Man No Way Home review that will be dropping on December 16th for all of you wonderful people. And of course, I'm going to be writing a uh, review for Spider-Man No Way Home on In Session Film. And so definitely uh, keep a lookout for that. Um, it's going to be either between actually just follow me at music city nerd. And once I post it over there on Twitter, you'll know it's either going to be the 14th or through the 17th. One of those days, I'm not sure yet. And then uh, I have my, the King's man review dropping on December 14th on InSessionFilm.com as well. And as I mentioned before, I'm going to try to, uh, do some little, you know, toss a coin to your witcher season two. So we got that coming up as well. Um, I might do a written review for that over on musiccitydriving.com. So definitely check out insessionfilm.com and musiccitydriving.com. Really great places to get all of your Oscar contenders and all of your amazing, uh, amazing, um, my gosh, award needs, I guess you could say. So. Man, oh man, Devin, let's get on out of here. We hope you all have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. And that's a wrap for today. Thank you all for listening. And if you enjoy the show, leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Twitter and Instagram to stay in the know. That was Devin. My name is Christian, and we'll see you guys in the next one. Peace. Mr. Anderson. <laughs> Mr. Anderson.